Welcome to episode six of In Depth with Sifu John. Today we have Jake Veal. He is a professional AFL player. Uh, he played for the Swans and then he played for... Uh, Sturt in South Australia. Sturt in South Australia. And now he's taking a little bit of a gap year, would you say? A bit of a, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Yeah. And he's playing for Sydney Uni. Yeah, in playing the NEFL competition. Playing for Sydney Uni in the A... NEFL. NEFL. NEFL, that's interesting. In the NEFL competition. Uh, he's also studying law. So he's a bit of a specimen here and a, and a, and a good man, actually. I've, uh, I've worked with him a couple of times. We met at Fitness First and he's a champion. So I've invited him for our pod session today so welcome awesome. my man jake thanks for having me john pleasure so um let's just start off by giving everyone an idea about who you are so maybe you know the five minute kind of backstory of who is jake bill sure so um grew up on the north shore north shore boy yep. respect absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um in Roseville and uh went to knox grammar school so another yep. Preppy nice. North Shore School. Yep. Nice Knox boy. Um, and yeah, love love school. Tom's love. Tom's a Knox boy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Tom, you're a Knox boy, right? He's a Knox boy as well. Nice. Knox, Knox, Knox. Twenty fifteen. I'm twenty one. Twenty ten. Yeah, right. What well, house are you in? Nice one, Grandpa. My brother, Harrison K. Oh yeah, yeah. I do know your brother. <laughs> Harry, I met Harry. Just, we all hanging out with you. Them. You guys look alike now that I now that you see it. I don't know if you know Spencer K. No. No, he's no. maybe turning last year. So yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Was he in you your go. year? You're above. You're above. Yeah. You're above me. There you go. He, he was a well-known. Yeah. Yeah. He's studying law too, isn't he? He's finished. Oh, he's finished law. Tall fella. Yeah. Is he? Oh, he's, I remember him being really tall. Being really tall. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Played soccer. Yeah. Exactly. Is he yeah. working as a lawyer now? No, he's uh, just started with his Accenture. Yeah, right. Doing like the company finance okay. side of things. Oh, there you go. So I thought it was just an interesting connect. There you yeah. go. Okay, cool. So from back to it. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I love my studies yep. at school yep. and uh, had a real close you loved group your of studies. Yeah, I loved it. I love school. You love school? Yeah. We're like... I'd go back in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. I was the opposite. I absolutely hated school. I like the friendships, yeah. but the book work and the... Anyway, I think so. just being able to, yeah, roll up Monday to Friday for yeah. six hours with your best mates. Yeah. Nothing better. Um, Fair call. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even the study side of things I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, saw me in uh, year 11 and 12 sort of... I guess advance and take off a bit. I started to do yep. well in my subjects and everything yep. like that, and then got voted in as a head prefect of Knox, which nice. was pretty cool. Beast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and captain the AFL side there. Yeah. Um, they did, had an AFL team. Yeah. Yeah. So in so. year ten, my year ten um, was the first year they had a first fifteen. So in year twelve. Yeah. Um, and I played in that, and uh, yeah, sort of just. We were sort of the pioneers, I guess, for AFL at Knox my year, which was pretty yeah, cool. For sure. I hadn't even I didn't even know that the North Shore had AFL Yeah, teams. Oh, it's massive now. Yeah, for sure it's it must be. Taken like, over private schools and back um, when I was at school there was no AFL yeah. teams at all. No. That was I finished in ninety eight, so that's a fair crack for you. <laughs> <laughs> One year after I was born. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's actually um I heard from a fella at Knox that they couldn't field a rugby team in year eight because everyone was playing AFL. Oh really? Which is unheard of. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. So yeah. it really is taking off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. um, yeah, year eleven and twelve was good and did well in my HSC and then ended up yeah getting into a bachelor of law at yep. uh, Macquarie. Nice. 
And during that whole time, yeah, I was playing um, probably the best level of AFL you can yeah. in New South Wales, yeah. um, being a Sydney boy. And that included playing for, I guess, the New South Wales state side, yeah. um, playing in the Swans Academy, and then yeah. also played as a reserve in the yeah. AFL side for yeah. the Swans. Yeah. Um, so that was a pretty big commitment, year 11 and 12, as a 16, 17, 18-year-old. Student reserve side for the Swans as a, from 16 to 18 yeah. years old. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. You're like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you've been given gifts, like intellectually and physically. That's that's good. Uh, you sure you're not? Uh, we had a guest here, one of our first guests, and we thought he might be genetically engineered. Now I'm thinking, actually, I think maybe you're more genetically I engineered. I could be. <laughs> I could be. Well, yeah, my parents are very, my old man um, played AFL. Yeah. Um, he's a very good sportsman, and my yep. mum played netball. And uh, what else did she do? Dancing. So. It's definitely in the genes then. Yeah, it is. The gene pool. It is. Yeah, sick. Um, but yeah, so year 11 and 12 was hectic, and I think that's where I learned a lot of valuable lessons about yep. myself, not just sporting-wise, but academically, and just how to apply myself in a pressure situation yep. okay. and where I've got plenty going on. Yep. Um, so it was stressful, um, and probably leads me to another point where I faced pretty bad anxiety yep. and just uh, battled that pretty badly actually yep. from year 10 to year 12. So, um, Sure, and that's a lot of responsibility yeah. for, it, for it. You're a kid. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? And you're having to play at that level of football, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was funny, like I sort of, I was pretty open about it with my mates yep. and with my footy mates and mm -hmm. teachers mm -hmm. and my folks and everything like that. And it was funny how many other people felt exactly the same mm -hmm. but weren't saying anything or weren't yeah. really seeking help yeah um and i actually got a few mates onto seeing people just yeah. because we spoke about it and whatnot yeah. so yeah year 11 and 12 was massive for me not yeah. just on the sporting field and mm -hmm. in classroom but mm -hmm. just building my character and my confidence i yeah. guess sure and then from there straight out of school i was pretty lucky i went straight to the swans mm -hmm. um straight on their list so Boom. <laughs> I um, got accepted into my Bachelor of Law, but yep. then um, as a full-time commitment from Monday to Friday for the whole pre-season, I guess, mm -hmm. um, that first period I was out of school, I couldn't do any studies. Yep. So I was only doing one subject at Macquarie doing my yep. law and mm -hmm. then uh, training and playing footy. Yep. And then season came around and uh, yeah, just couldn't keep up my studies, so yep. I sort of just yep. put that to the side. Yep. Um, and was literally a, a Sydney Swan from Monday to Sunday. So, That's so epic. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously a very tough team to crack into yeah. and a uh, elite system. Yeah. But um, just being a part of yeah. the culture of the club and yeah. some of the players there and yeah. the coaches and just the members, everyone there, yeah. um, it was it was pretty special. Yeah. Um, and then in... That year, the senior side of the yep. Sydney Swans um, yep. went on to play in the grand final. Mm -hmm. um, so I was able to go to that and be a part of that yep. um, and be, be there for the boys and all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, we lost yep. um, tight game all day and then Western Bulldogs and Melbourne side yep. ran over the top in the last quarter. Boo. Um, so Boo that, that was a bit devastating. Fuck you, Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then end of that year, um, sort of got a few more contract offers mm -hmm. um, to stay here in Sydney or um, move elsewhere. Yep. And my whole family, my folks um, are from South Australia. Yep. Um, and so we have relatives and that that still live there. We're mm -hmm. the only part of the family that live in Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, and 
yeah, got in contact with a few clubs who I knew were interested, okay. um, and predominantly Sturt, whom old man used to play for. Okay, so that was so, like a bit of a legacy. Yeah, thing. so there's a yeah. bit of a connection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the new head coach of Sturt um, used to coach at the Swans when I was about 16, 17. So I sort of knew him yeah. um, just from being around the club when I was uh-huh. a young fella. Yeah. So he got in contact with me and uh, yeah, made the move over. So I was 19, yep. um, moved out of home and yeah, moved over to Adelaide and sort yep. of just winged it yep. um, and thought I'm just going to give this another crack. Yep. Um, Love my time in Sydney, but yeah, just wanted to try something new, yep. wanted to grow. Something and, new. And also yeah. your parent, your dad played yeah. for that team, so there was some family legacy Absolutely, there. yeah. Sick. So, a lot of life experience in your yeah. short years. Yeah. yeah, it was a pretty good opportunity. I mean, mum and dad were great as well. They yeah. supported it fully. Um, yeah. And they were like, just go for it. Mm-hmm. So I went over there and um, Adelaide's very different to Sydney. So, I can imagine. Uh, I've never been, so I don't know, oh. but I can imagine. In my imagination, it's a bit slower. Yeah, a lot slower. Very slow. Very slow, slow compared to it's yeah. slow. Oh. Yeah, um, I think I can relate to that because I lived in Cyprus for nearly five, about five years. And yeah, it's very slow there. Mm. It's like they're riding donkeys around the place. Not yeah. that they are donkeys. It's just like that pace. Don't take any offense, Cypriots out there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like a big country town. That's what I'd call Adelaide. So yeah. went from the North Shore of Sydney to yeah. Adelaide, which is a bit of a rude shock, but uh, yeah. I fell in love with it straight away. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was funny speaking to my folks. They probably aren't in love with it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Being from there, they're moving to Sydney. Yeah. They're falling in love with Sydney. But I was like, oh, I could live here for the rest of my life. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I loved it. What and the fuck are you back here then? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it was uh, it was great. The first yeah. few weeks moving yeah. over there was easy, no yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. Um had a few senior players at the club who took me under their wings, so mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah, um, was with them a lot, spent a lot of time with them, and yeah, basically just went for it and put all my time, effort, everything into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then picked up my studies when sort of the semester started with Macquarie, mm-hmm. so I was just doing it externally online, External, yeah, yeah. Like doing my kind of thing. yeah, doing yeah. my law degree. So yeah. that in itself was yeah. a challenge. Yeah, um, studying externally is flexible and it yeah. works really well with your schedule if you're busy or whatever i guess yeah. that's the whole point of it but um you're very much on your own yeah there's no real accountability measures nah. or people next to you can study with so that's yeah that'll take some real fucking iron will to yeah. sit down and do the work just get it done yeah okay um, and then wh- what brought you back so i was there for two years uh first year we won a premiership nice um which was yeah good feeling it was yeah. great yeah. i loved it yeah. just uh yeah. capped off that first year Second year um, was another really good year. Uh, continued studies, um, was working a bit and obviously just playing mm-hmm. footy yep. 24-7. Um, made the finals, finished second and then lost the first two games of the finals and bowed out and oh, that was it. Oh, so ah, That's okay. Yeah. Happens. Absolutely. You learn most from your losses anyway. Yeah, spot okay, on. Cool. Spot on. All right, good. Good summary. I think everyone's got an idea now of who you are and what you're about. Now, I think there's a lot of value you can be adding to our viewers and our audience, um, especially because a lot of them uh, actually, you know, from the ages of 16 to 20, you know, mm-hmm. people finishing school, looking at getting the degree, things like that. So, and you, yeah. you were saying earlier that you went through quite a lot of stress from 16 to 18. Now, I think the stress and the pressure that you were taking, you know, from at least a, you know, schooling and work 
because mm. AFL is kind of like work for you because mm. it's, you know, it's at that elite level. Yeah. That would be a lot of pressure. Yeah. So if it's cool with you, I'd like to find out, you know, how did you end up dealing with it? I know you said that you were open about it and that yeah. certainly would have helped, but what were the, your kind of ways that you dealt with the stresses and the anxieties and the pressures of, of that period of your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think first and foremost, it was just being brave enough to admit that something was wrong. Yeah. Um, I think it first sort of came out, yeah, year nine, year 10, probably yep. 15, 16, and uh, just floating around home and mum knowing that something's up. I mm. think your mothers yep. know when yeah, something's wrong. For sure. Um, yep. And so she sort of sniffed it out and I was always just like, you know, too cool for this. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. It is yeah. what it is, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, I just found myself not being able to sleep, just literally yep. laying awake all night. Just oh, wow. stressing about things, minute things. Um, yeah. The 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 molehill turned yeah. into a mountain, yeah. and then that would build into routine. So I was crazy routine based. So yeah. um, I couldn't touch the second step going up the stairs to my room. Um, oh wow, you got like all fucking yeah, uh, OCD, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> big time. So I think that just played on my mind, and yeah. it was just this yeah. never-ending cyclone. Yeah was just building up, building up, building up okay, to yeah. the point where I was just like, hang on, no, something's, something's, something's wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this isn't normal. Um, only just from, yeah, all the pressure that I perceived was being placed on me by my folks, by teachers, yeah. by coaches, but yeah. it was just myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I, really wise to say because the words you used were there, the pressure I perceived that mm -hmm. was put on me. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth of it. You had put it on yeah. yourself from the externals but the thing is humankind is like that yeah you know what i mean like everyone's always saying the weather makes me feel this way mm. school stresses me out which puts the onus on something else as opposed yeah. to our perception as you said so it's coming yeah. back to you so yeah so um i think just putting my hand up and saying yeah, yeah. there is something wrong yep um and then from there spoke to uh a few teachers just at knox who i was really close with Yep. and got sort of in contact with them. And then yep. after that, started seeing counsellors and yep. just sort of spoke about it. Yep. Um, and I'll never forget, like, the first session I went to, my mum, my dad, and my sister came. Yep. And, like, I just sort of broke down, yep. and then they all broke down with wow. me. That's awesome. And, yeah, like, it was, thinking back on it, it's quite funny, but yeah. um, like we were just sitting on a couch crying in front of this counsellor. That's but the best. Yeah, yeah, like, it was probably the best thing I ever did yeah. Um, just to like massive break, release yeah. I bet you felt like a million bucks yeah. out of that after walking out yeah. it would have been built up like a massive barrel of stress and yeah. you just went mm. that's mm. fucking sick man uh, I got tingles like you telling me that story yeah. so step one in a way was that you were had the courage you were brave enough to actually admit yeah. there was something wrong so that kind of self-awareness mm. to be like oh shit something's up Yeah, and go on. okay I need to do something um, I can't step on step number two. Everything's, I can't sleep, yeah. really paying attention. Because no, you're right. A lot of people don't admit it until mm. they're fucking 40. You mm. know what I mean? And then they're just fucked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they've got cancer. Yeah. You know? So step one, do that. Okay. And then and then you spoke to people. Yeah. 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 Okay. You reached out to family. And and I think that's a big part too. Speaking up. Yeah. So yeah. To actually communicating. So yeah. number one, realizing in itself awareness and having the courage to do that. Number two was speaking up talking about it and three mm. i think there was a support network yeah 
and you had a support network. Yeah, I think having us like a, that scene you talked about, that's like hit, hit my heart. You know, I can feel yeah. your family all sitting there, and what they were basically doing was helping you carry that weight. Yeah, because they were feeling it for you. Yeah. you know what I mean. So that would have been huge. Mm. I bet after that, I bet you it was just all up, like all, yeah. Uh, easier from that point absolutely was it yeah yeah i can imagine yeah. because not only you really because emotion just uh, is, is a form of energy mm. and you needed to release the built-up stress and anxiety mm. human beings are connected you know uh uh facetime and there's even a chemical oxytocin which is the connection chemical yeah. that you see when you're with people you know the infinite uh, energetic field of consciousness is connected as one yeah. well, so what i'm getting at is, is your family who loves you is connected to you so as you released it they were able to help you release it yeah you get it yeah that's fucking magical yeah, you know what I mean? like I fuck, i'm like that's sick yeah. <sighs> i love that shit yeah you know what i mean like it's amazing how connected we are as humans yeah anyway coming back to it so what other like because for anyone listening i think that's so important because stress is so prevalent in society yeah and it shouldn't be you know I mean? like especially for children mm. i mean teenagers mm. yeah so you sharing your story there, I'm sure it's going to be helping people on the back end of this, which yeah. is ha makes me happy. Now, for them, they should be speaking up, being aware of themselves, speaking up, finding their support network. What were some other little tools or tactics, I mean, things that you applied? Because that's one part of it. Then yeah. there's still the ongoing. Yeah. See, I'm getting at what mm. were you doing? What, what other things helped you? So the big release that I found for that was surfing. Okay. Um, I'm okay. a big water person. Yeah. And... Uh, Often would wake up at four thirty before school. Yeah, drive down on yeah. my peas and yeah, just surf. Sick. Um, by myself. Yeah, didn't usually go with mates. Yeah, um, sometimes went with mates, yeah. but often yeah. just went by myself and yeah. took the board mm -hmm. out and just sort of cleared my mind. Okay, um, sort of just gave me a release from the football side of things and the yeah. academic side of things, okay. and then just everything else that was going on. <sighs> that that hits hit so many uh, positive forces in life. Because mm. like going surfing, you would, how often are you doing that? How many, like every morning? Oh, probably three times a week. Three times a week. That's like a meditation for you, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like a meditation. That's also a morning routine, which gets you in mm. the mode. It was time for yourself as yeah. well, which allows you to recharge, because even Batman has a cave. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. yeah. And also, it's in nature mm. and nature energizes you. So I mean, that's like, yeah. people, so you're basically people gonna start surfing now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Okay, so you, you took up, and, and also you love it too. Yeah. Fuck, that's, that, I can see how that would be like the magic yeah. part of what your kind of road to redemption, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. was, okay. No, I think that's the key thing that you touched on is that I loved it. I yeah. think people look for solutions and they, practice it and yeah. it's i'm just doing this to get better yeah. i'm just ah, doing okay. it to get sane but yeah. this was something that i loved and enjoyed yeah. since i yeah. was a little toddler yeah and yet when i went there nothing came with me even though i had been doing it for so long yeah it wasn't like it was just a part of my life which it was it was just that escape yeah yeah and yeah, no matter what happened when I was out there by myself with mates, yeah. if the surf was big or small, yeah. if it was yeah. pumping or not, yeah. I was just... That's the best. Could not think about anything else. That's epic. No, I think you've really... That's a really interesting angle because I work with people on mental health, yeah. on, on stress relief, on working into their best self. But I think you've found a fucking... 
a massive hack there. Mm. Uh, just do something you love, which is outside of the whole spectrum of what you're focused on in your work and study and all that career yeah. kind of side. Because it was totally just you. Yeah, You were just spending time being you mm. and you loved it. And it just happened to be in nature yeah. in the morning by yourself. So it had all these other factors that made it even more majestic. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Fuck no, I want to take up surfing. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> I, actually, I would like to. It's unreal. Um, okay. So, I mean, if we relate that back to the people that are listening or watching, mm. then that would be picking up something that they enjoy, whether that's fucking knitting or, or Play-Doh mm. or skateboarding or arm wrestling or drinking tea yeah. or whatever it might be i think it's an advantage that yours was out in nature yeah you know, like that's huge yeah nature itself is a recharger mm. okay cool so what other things apart from getting out and surfing but um, to me i'm like fuck that'd be enough but yeah, yeah what other things did you the big other to? one which was probably the most convenient and accessible was music so music. i love okay. music um, ah, I've seen a common thread here. Yeah. Love surfing, love music. Yeah. yeah. I'm one of those people, I'll yeah. put headphones in and yeah. just jam. I'll get in the car and crank yeah. it up. I'll yeah. go home and I've got speakers in every corner and oh, I'll sick. just yeah. zen out. Okay. But um, Frank Ocean, an artist, that's, okay. um, I guess I idolise him. Yeah. Um, just the way, just the He's just a lyrical genius, I yeah. think. And just okay. the way he's able to manipulate the sonics. Yeah. It's just like hits you right in Frank I don't know. Ocean, hey? Yeah. Frank Ocean. I need to get in now. So keep keep going, sir. So you and, and so tell me tell me more about how did you use music and in, in particular Frank Ocean. Yeah. To to help it's funny, you went surfing in the ocean and you listened to music <laughs> with Frank Ocean. <laughs> um, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> it um, all links in, my man. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about, about how you use music to help you in that. Yeah, for sure. So the big one um, was obviously, yeah, like restless nights, I guess, just not being able to yep. sleep and like the easiest thing, like it probably wasn't ideal to be going surfing at 12 a.m. Any of those guys? Um, search up Blonded. That's his name. What? B B L O B L O N D N D E D. Blonded. Yeah. Yeah, I found it. That's him. Yeah, yeah. For real. Okay, cool. I'm start following he's him. A, he's in, a in America, cat. where is he? Uh he's cool. from New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, I think cool. he lives in New York. I'm gonna check it out. Okay, sorry, go on. So um yeah, so it probably wasn't ideal going surfing at two AM when I was up awake. So yeah. just being able to just listen to music and just okay. um it was almost just like a vehicle to be transported somewhere else yeah. and just okay. close your eyes and just listen, really listen to the the musical, I guess, sonics of it rather than just the okay. lyrics. Okay. And I sort of became obsessed with the sounds and the yep. instruments and yep. the way he was able to just manipulate the tunes okay. as opposed to what he was just saying. Got it, yeah. So when I like initially was able to just find that background in the music, and then apply it to the lyrics he was saying yeah. and then sort of amalgamate it. Yeah. It was just like, it was like heaven. Okay, like, nice. Yeah. You were getting into like blissful states. Yeah, okay. yeah. Isn't that fascinating? The, the stressful situation helped you to actually find a depth in other things that you mm. love, like music and surfing. Yeah. And there's a common thread there as well, apart from the fact that you love it, is that you concentrate. Yeah. Because I heard you saying that I'd really go deep into it and I'd listen to it and I'd concentrate mm. on the different beats and sounds. Yeah. So concentration in and of itself is the essence of meditation. Yeah. So you were basically surf meditationing and music meditation. Yeah. You see what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah. Which then allowed your rational, logical mm. left brain to just chill the fuck out mm. 
Sick, man. Yeah. This is turning out to be a fucking sick session. I mean, for, for the listeners, because yeah. I'm I'm seeing it all from a different angle. Where yeah. normally I'm quite practical, yeah, but in, in my approach, but this is a really interesting way for people mm. to make their life better. Yeah. Because most people want to make their life better from a mental health perspective. Most people. Yeah. There's some stress or anxiety or worry or fear or doubt or anger or hatred. Mm. And what you're hitting on here is magic, I think. Yeah. Love. Do something you love, which will allow you to de-stress. Yeah. Number one was surfing. Number two was music. Interesting angles, bro. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, those are the other things you spoke about before. What other things did you use? Was there anything you used like, because they were things that you'd be doing, you know, on your own mm. or in mm. your car or in your room or whatever. How about you're at school or you're on the field or yeah. actually in the midst of the war? Yeah. How about then? It's funny. There was no actual, I guess, set tools I would use mm -hmm. for in the moment when mm -hmm. it was happening within a group of people. Mm -hmm. I guess that w wasn't when it was hitting hard. I think because I've always been a, a confident and like proud person, mm -hmm. I was just able to like use the adrenaline and what I'm feeling to mm -hmm. just push through it yep. in the okay. moment when I'm with okay. people. Got it. It was more when I was by myself. That it would arise. That it would arise. Ah, but in okay. saying that, um, I'm like very close with the, there's probably eight mates that I've yep. grown up with yep. and they know me back to front just like yep. I know them. Um, yep. And so obviously um, at school we were sort of all in different groups, yep. um, but we were all really tight. Yep. These were the guys you went traveling with. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounded like a fun holiday, my friend. Very fun. Very fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were always there for me, and just yeah. I think knowing that they were there, and if if something were to go wrong at school or at football, yeah, they were there, and yeah. just having that in the back of my mind. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Knowing that the, you had the boys that had your back. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it's yeah. funny, like I've only sort of just realized that when I moved to Adelaide, yeah. just how important your uh, mates are. Fucking earth. Yeah, I that support think, system yeah. would have just gone. Poof. I yeah, don't think I ever really appreciated it. Yeah. Obviously everyone's like family yeah. and yeah. which I like cherish my family yeah. as most people do. Yeah. But And then you have your mates. Yeah. You have your mates, you have your best mates and you have your real close mates. Yeah. And um, yeah, you, didn't, you don't really appreciate them until yeah. you're not with them all the time. 100% man, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. And you felt that they were a really good support as well, knowing yeah. that they had your back. Yeah, I, I get that totally, yeah. I totally get that. Actually, the, the last uh, pod session I did with um, two of her things was, you know, making sure your pack's right. Yeah. She was calling it a pack. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's your pack, I suppose, your wolf pack, your mm. boys, your dogs, yeah. and even, you know, your support system's yeah. there. Okay, cool, man. That actually makes a lot of sense, you know, mm. taking that, because in the surfing and the music, you were taking time for yourself, and that kind of, and, and that links to what the, um, she was also saying on preparation. It's yeah. like you were preparing yourself for the daily battle, you know, by yeah. doing the surfing and listening to the music to help. And then what, when was there, was there a turning point when you felt that, okay, I can sleep again now. It's, it, it's the stress is eased out or like, was there something that changed or was it a progressive thing or? I think there was a period probably towards the back end of year 11, start of year 12. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of on, I was on the up mm -hmm. and then I remember it came down um, pretty hard, but then, back end of year 12 started my first year at Swans when I finished school mm -hmm. I just think my confidence in myself was just at an all-time high okay you'd built that resilience yeah. and that resourcefulness through that 
through that struggle yeah which even boosted you higher yeah sick and i think um there wasn't any arrogance or cockiness about it i just like it's just you yeah Yeah. it was just comfortable in my own skin yeah and wasn't worried what other people thought or um who i had to impress i Mm -hmm. just knew that what i'd achieved and what i'd been doing was pretty impressive and i should just be proud of it yeah and just carry myself that way yeah um and yeah so i think just the stress and worry sort of evaporated after i started to yeah just be proud yeah yeah Um, i know what you mean yeah it mm. it makes a lot of sense i like the word used evaporate yeah the way i I tend to describe it in our meditative practice is that it's like people have a barrel of anxiety or stress or whatever emotion it is they need to release yeah and they their intention is to release it or evaporate it all until Mm. it's very minute or yeah. gone completely yeah. so you no longer suffer under the weight of it yeah, yeah. so it's interesting yeah man all those factors that line in like so for all the people out there listening who are going through that kind of stress whether it's school stress or work stress i think those formula having being brave enough to actually admit it mm. you know speaking up and finding people that or you that can listen to you getting that support network you know around you and then doing shit that you love that yeah. will allow you to balance out to concentrate to relax their own form of meditation i think yeah. fuck that's epic yeah that's a sick little package of like fucking personal <laughs> growth and, and getting rid of negative yeah, shit. absolutely so boom man fuck that's epic love that story yeah so let's move on to another side elite sports yeah okay? so that's that's some high level shit you know yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're training with like the best of the best mm. like what do you think some of the lessons you've taken so far from your you're playing at that level of, mm. of, of AFL of sport. What would you say there? That's a good question. Yeah. I think the one that I started to live by when I started to play, I guess, at the top level yeah. was um, take every game or session as if it's your last. Um, okay. So like it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really just started to appreciate and love the game. Yep and just put absolutely everything into it because who knows i mean yeah something could happen yeah to you or someone you love or yeah you know the world may change the next day yeah um so why not give absolutely everything okay every single session okay um and yeah leave nothing in the tank so okay love um yeah my old man sort of preached that and okay so he he influenced that yeah, kind of mindset yeah okay. um sounds like a fucking champ yeah he <laughs> is. i mean yeah we we butt heads a lot i think yeah. they're both so passionate that's good um but <laughs> that creates growth yeah you know, when you yeah. butt heads you create fire to grow mm. rather than being like a yes okay yeah. all the time you know <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah yeah so yeah he he was been phenomenal for yeah. my growth yeah. and development yeah. but yeah, yeah i think that was a big one just yeah play every game or do every session or lift every weight as yep. if it's your last that's sick man yeah. what a philosophy yeah that reminds me of one of the first spiritual teachers i came across and they said every man will wake up and meaning they'll come to their highest level of conscious awareness like live into their best self when they realize they're going to die yeah and it could happen at any moment and mm. you're kind of saying that in a way like mm. this could be my last game mm. this could be my last rep yeah that's fucking that's some epic fucking mindset you've got going there yeah yeah, yeah. fuck yeah so. <laughs> that's why you're at fucking elite level at you know fuck me dead was mm. it that many cats your age playing um there are a few there yeah. are a few yeah um there I was think, i think sorry to kind of but i think every kid who's not like a bookworm nerd 
has some dream of like you know being an elite athlete yeah. or an Olympian or some yeah. shit when they're younger. Yeah. You know, I, I know I did when I was young. Young, yeah. I was like, I want to box in the Olympics, but it just never happened. It never mm. turned out for me. It wasn't mm. wasn't you know meant to be, or I didn't train like every session was my last. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I did, I would have done it. <laughs> yeah. So training like every session is your last. Mm. What other kind of lessons? Or well, let's say. Have you got any good stories that are, that that from your sporting so days so far? What's like the yeah. best story you got for us, or if, even if it's just a funny one? It doesn't have to be a lesson. <laughs> <is it? laughs> okay, maybe that should be There's off the camera. <laughs> There's probably too many funny ones <laughs> that can't be on tape. Um, mm. Good lesson. So probably this is when I was a bit younger. Yeah. Um, and this is probably the time where anxiety and stuff was at its peak. Yep. So probably let's say year seven eight nine yep um and i could not make any teams i yeah so as a junior i was very good just because i was big i was tall yeah Yeah. um get that advantage yeah Yeah. so i was a good junior just yeah because i was purely a large unit compared to the other kids yeah and then yeah the period where everyone started to catch up um through that sort of yeah start of high school Mm -hmm. um i couldn't yeah, couldn't get picked in any teams. I mm. couldn't get any kicks in a game. I just yeah. couldn't couldn't do anything. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I kept on trying out for teams. I kept on yeah. putting my hand up for yeah. captaincies and everything yeah. and just yeah. was getting knocked back, knocked yeah. back, knocked back. Yeah. And I was like, gee, um, this this isn't great, especially yeah. after everything that had happened. I was I was like, gee, I was such a good junior. Yeah. Um, what's happening? Yeah. And so probably the hardest thing I had to do was um, speak to a coach um, who just hadn't picked me in his team. And I was in year seven at this stage, year seven, year eight, and say, like, basically, why didn't you pick me? Um, And, yeah, he sort of just told me straight to my face that I'm not good enough. Um, And, yeah, that he just didn't see me going anywhere with my football, that... He thought my days were beyond me. Yeah. Um, unless I completely wanted to change my yeah. body shape and everything yeah. like that. That yeah. I'm not as big as what I used to be compared to everyone, so I'm not just gonna be able to play that way. Yeah. So either you change yourself or yeah, probably not gonna happen. Yeah. And so I was like, Well, I wasn't that bright at this stage. I was just basically trying to play yeah. footy and that, yeah. as you said, every kid's dream is to play yeah. professional sport and that's all mine was. Yeah. Um, I guess looking up to my dad and yeah. everything like that, that's all I ever wanted. Yeah. So I remember just like, yeah, just crying and just not yeah. being able to just comprehend <laughs> that I was good yeah. a couple of years ago. And now I'm being yeah. told that I'm not going to be not. good ever again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was just like, you know what? Screw this. Like, yeah. I want to play yeah. AFL at the highest level I can. Yeah. Um, whether it's at this level or whether mm-hmm. I can take it to the, yeah. the very top, I'm just going to give it yeah. absolutely everything. Yeah. And so yeah, changed the way I trained, changed the way I changed yeah. the way I ate. Yeah. Um, basically, just flipped everything I've been doing on its head. Wow. So as of yeah. starting that night, and I remember wow. I used I used to drink like just a cup of soft drink yeah. with with dinner every night. Yeah. In hindsight, probably yeah. not the best health choice. <laughs> but as of that night, I just stopped and yeah. just started drinking water. Yeah. And ever since then, really, I don't like drink soft drink. I don't. Yeah do that that was in year seven but i think just like (laughs) the lesson that i'm trying to get to is just being able to take those setbacks yeah and then i guess 
you know, prove people wrong. Yeah, and for sure. Persevere. Well, yeah, you took it really well. I mean, a lot of people will hear that and then that's it. Yeah. They're done. You know, but for your personality type, that was the best thing for you to hear. Mm. You know, so mm. whether that either that coach was really good or yeah. he was really shit, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but he said the perfect thing, really, yeah. didn't he? Because it allowed you to just dig deeper. Mm kick the soft drink mm. and change how you train yeah and then now it's interesting because I, I i i don't know where i heard this but it was something like you know the people who don't excel at the younger years become mm. the ones that do excel in mm. the later years like you know mm. the jordans and, and whatnot yeah. because they still had the room to climb yeah. they weren't at the top already yeah that's a fucking good story so when you get a setback like that rather than just you know staying in the crying mode mm. move forward yeah, get out of it. Yeah, get it's out of it. Change healthy. it. Yeah, yeah, sick. Love it. Yeah. Okay, and what about okay? We're training at elite level now. We're we're doing the training. We're 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 playing yeah. the games. Uh, what would you say are the kind of not lessons more so? What are the apart from this is my last game, could be my last game. Mm. But is there any other mindsets or 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 things that you think about or things that you do yeah. to help you you know perform or, or to you know yeah pull out your best it's funny um my old man i keep referring back to him because yeah. he's been such a big influence yeah. Yeah. i mean he knows footy back to front yeah he'll <laughs> he always used to blare acdc in green day and that when yeah. we're in the car on the way to a game yeah. trying yeah. to rev me up yeah yeah, 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 yeah and math. it just didn't work for me okay um, it wasn't your thing <laughs> no so he's playing eminem and he's playing you know like all this stuff <laughs> think of this yeah like he's trying to act gangster <laughs> um and like, i'm like what's going on yeah um and he just thought that when he used to play he said that he'd play his best footy when he was angry and <laughs> he I used that like, energy yeah yes yeah. yeah, so, which worked for him and that was his mindset and yeah. um that just really drove him yeah um, whereas I think I was the complete opposite end. I think so. That's what I'm picking up from your character yeah. because you use the word love and enjoy a mm. lot. So I think you're more from the endorphin side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when I'm when I'm feeling good, yeah. Um, and yeah, got positive vibe and yeah. Um, my body feels good and my mindset's yeah. right and yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a good feeling amongst the group, not just yeah. myself but my teammates. Yeah. Um, and I'm communicating well with the coach and yeah. everyone's happy. That's when I think yeah. um, I was playing my best football and then that's sort of the mindset I had. Yeah. If I missed a goal or I missed a tackle or yeah. I just did something and we lost the game, yeah. if I was able to remain in a positive mindset and yeah. Yeah. realize that everything I've been doing has been adding up and I've been giving my absolute best, yeah. then Okay. That's the most I can do. 100%. Okay, so yeah. keeping a positive mindset. Yeah. I think th and there's a couple of things that tie into that, in my opinion, from listening to you. Because you you said you're the opposite of your dad. Like, he, mm. I think, so that leads into self-awareness. Your dad knew that he used, you know, his anger to pump it, which, yeah. you know, that's just how he did it. That's yeah. his thing. It's not wrong nor right. It just is what mm. it is. And you were more when you're feeling good, we're enjoying it. Yeah. When you're feeling positive and you're enjoying the camaraderie, when all that positive and you were using that as a source yeah the way they describe that in the more spiritual terms is like one's using the energy of the solar plexus which is like adrenaline yeah. fight or flight and you're using more the heart center which is more endorphins yeah they're both energy sources yeah, yeah. but you tap into that one as, and your dad would tap into this one neither are wrong nor right they just are yeah you know what i mean so having the self-awareness to know what your energy source is mm. and 
Yeah. I prefer that the heart center. Yeah. It's just my method as well. Yeah. That's probably why we get along and have yeah. a good banter every time we see each other. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So keeping that positive. But uh, yeah, at the same time, I reckon your dad still would have been quite positive, not thinking that using the, the anger energy, yeah. but with a positive outcome in mind. So I mean, it doesn't anger doesn't mean you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. You can use it for that positive outcome as well. Absolutely. Okay, cool. All righty. Um, any other, you know, positivity, having good vibes, feeling good. Any other things you can think of that might help someone who might be aspiring to be an athlete or, you know, you know, even whatever it might mm. want to be, or an entrepreneur or a, or a Kung Fu teacher or, a, I don't know, a great knitter or whatever yeah. it is, you know. Any other tips you'd have for them? I think the big one is you get out what you put in. Mm. Um, yeah, no doubt. Unless you're an absolute freak of nature, mm. like Jordan or Ali or yeah. someone like that. Yeah. At the same time, they put in the they fucking did. yards. They did. More than anyone. Very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. true. Yeah. Usain Bolt, better example. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. true, true. <laughs> Lightning quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. There is a genetics yeah. and natural talent yeah. factor. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to be fucking an NBA player. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I don't have the genetics yeah. for it. yeah. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, get it. So um, there is that side, but at the same time, you get out what you put yeah. in. Yeah, tell me more about that. So, I just believe that if there's an opportunity presented, so for yeah. people who are listening, if they're at a school or they're at university or yeah. they're in a team mm. um, or they're in a group, a friendship group, you're put in that situation, and you're not just going to stay there and perform at an elite level or the level you want to mm. if you're just complacent. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as though everyone gets an opportunity at some stage, not equal opportunity as others. People, mm-hmm. you know, obviously more fortunate than others. Yep. Um, but when you get put in a certain position, mm-hmm. make the most out of that yep. and just give it your all. Yep. Um, that's something that I've really learned and just not taking things for granted, which links in with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If someone believes in you and presents you with a, you know, an opportunity or a platform, mm-hmm take that with both hands and just just build upon it yeah um so i think that's a big one just to apply to life really um because yeah you can go through the motions and be laissez-faire and some people like that and they live happy lives but Mm -hmm. if you're really striving and you want to be someone Mm and Mm -hmm. hit hit your targets and hit your goals Mm -hmm. i think that yeah really striving and just challenging yourself Mm -hmm. um to push down those barriers yep and expand your boundaries. Yep. Yeah, it will set you in great stead. 100%, man. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, awesome. Coming back to you said that, you know, like if you've been given a platform and an opportunity to expand and grow, mm. um, I know this is this is a segue to something we've been talking about. Yeah. If I was you, I would be using the current platforms to expand what you... Because your stories, man, I've found them inspirational. I mean, fuck, I'm... You know, even though I'm a long, a lot further down the track than you, yeah. your story like got me all tingly and pumped, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, fucking put it all in. I'm thinking I'm gonna work harder tomorrow. You know yeah. what I mean? No, seriously. And I mean, in that story, I think uh, your life experience, especially of that 16 to 18 year old, mm. I think that could be of service to literally millions of children. Yeah, literally, because kids go through school and they suffer. You know, stresses and strains of society, yeah. of the pressure of school, of the pressure of parenting, of the pressure of not knowing what I'm supposed to do in my life. Mm. Yeah, I hear often like uh, kids between the age of like 17 to 21, I just feel lost and I'm not sure what to do and I'm a little stressed about it. I'm like, 
you're a fucking kid. Don't worry yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. You know? They should be the if they could hear your story, I know that would help them. So, mm. you know, I'm I'm one to say, yeah, you if I was you, I'd get that message out there with the current platforms and opportunities yeah. that have been presented to you using yeah. your own words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, just for the people listening, I'm I'm talking about actually this would be an interesting one. Do you think Jake should start building his brand? <laughs> <laughs> on on current social platforms if you think he should write a comment below uh, write yes whether this is on instagram or or snapchat youtube twitter linkedin or where whatever or podcast wherever you hear it and then jake can get it get a bit of a feedback from that sure. um is there any any last things you want to say any 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 you know messages or a question you ask or anything you'd like to you know uh say mm. to our, our audience yeah, I think the big one that you just touched on then as well, just I guess the age bracket of myself and I guess your audience listening is that we're, yeah, we're so young and I guess there's just there's going to be roadblocks and challenges along the way. I think that's yeah. inevitable. Yeah. Um, and it's how you respond yeah. that's going to build you as a person. Yeah. And I think too many times we we hit that first roadblock and... You know, we drop our heads and, oh, woe is me and whatever. Yeah. And lo and behold, there's probably another one around the corner. Yeah. And Guaranteed there's that. another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's another punch in the face then, around every corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're down again. Yeah. And then you get back up yeah. and you're down again. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just finding what suits you. Yep. When the going gets tough and yep. how you... Yep. respond to that yeah no i think you've, you've hit the money like you've got a lot of wisdom in your years brother because a lot of people take the event as the end game like mm. this event happened to me now i'm a victim and wah you know yeah. <laughs> whereas yeah. really it's the response it's event plus response which creates the actual situation yeah because a thing that happens to you maybe the same thing happens to me right yeah but the way we respond is what will have the outcome of our lives maybe mm. you take it well and you're fucking cheering and you learn from it and i cry like a little bitch and my <laughs> life becomes shit you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. It, you're i think you've hit the money with that mm. response because that's the actual thing we have control of mm. you can't control external events mm. you can't control if you you know the fucking media hits us right now yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah hopefully it hits you not me I'm <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, cool, brother. It's been an absolute pleasure sitting down with you. And look, I I see a very bright future for you, man. You've got the right mindset. You've got the fuck. You've been blessed with the gifts <laughs> to grow in whatever avenue it might be, whether it's intellectually and down the law path, or whether it's down the the sports path. You know, with with the AFL career. So whatever you're doing, I back you. If you need anything, ask me, uh, and I got your back. So thanks, thanks my man. man. Thank you. Epic. Yeah.